four, three, two, one. That's fine. Uh, welcome to What We Missed. This is episode four. I'm Danny. I'm Garen. And I'm Jacob. <laughs> that was the worst vape hit counting combo we've ever had, but it's fine. Yeah. Today, <laughs> today we have, uh, do you want full name? I didn't ask beforehand. Yeah, you can use my phone. Maddie McNamee is here. Um, she's an artist. This is our second artist being on the podcast. So we're like literally half of our episodes at this point because we only have four. But um, this one's a little bit different because you have a business behind your art, whereas Trey is more casual. So I think it's going to be a lot more interesting. And like we were just talking about, you said you started your whole business at like 10 years old, which is crazy to me. So I guess my first question is like, did, was that, were you around 10 when you first got into art as well? Or was it like when you were super young and then you finally jumped into the business at 10? Uh, so I've always known I was going to be an artist. Okay. Um, my mom's brother, my uncle is a gallery artist and he owned a gallery here in Columbus in the short north I'm pretty sure um when I was really little and my mom used to work there so I grew up around it so they're like pictures of me behind the cash register at like three years old so I always knew Um, I just didn't start selling my art until I was 10. Okay interesting so what was that like did you decide to start selling or was it like your parents or like, how did that work out? Um, well, I started doing these like, well, I look at them now and I think they're like absolutely terrible. We mean you were 10 years old, but okay. <laughs> give yourself a little bit of slack. There were drawings of like crazy monsters and stuff. And my uncle decided he wanted to put them in his gallery okay. and sell them. So it was kind of him that decided that's how it started gotcha do you think if he didn't like decide that for you not I don't want to say decide that for you but like push you onto that do you think you would have gone and sold it any like sold stuff anyway I mean I'm sure I would have eventually since I wanted it to be my career okay uh it just happened that way I guess fair enough that's interesting um I mean I guess you can just kind of tell how you got to where you are now, like, you know, from 10 years old to now, if you're cool with that. Um, yeah, so I did start selling my work in my uncle's California gallery when I was 10. Um, I only sold my work for like $10 a piece. And I thought I was like, big shit. I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm making so much money. Well, when you're um, when you're young, it's like a dollar. Yeah. It's like holy fuck, you know. Yeah, hey, you're buku rich. Yeah, making like fifty bucks a week. I was like, wow, this is like a full time gig. Uh, you know, I mean, it is at that young, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I like continue to put my work in his galleries, and. I mean, nothing ever sold in his gallery as much as my $10 monster drawings. Um, What other kind of 
sorry i just interrupted you but like what kind of other stuff did you do besides the monster drawings so when i was younger it was all drawing and then like after i started selling i got into painting so i started selling my paintings too um now i pretty much do everything though so okay that's interesting um so i guess a question i have do you take in like where do you take most of your influence from or where do you find um a lot of inspiration from like do you find inspiration in art today or like you know current artists because as far as um like art galleries and you know everything like that would go i have probably the least amount of knowledge on that out of anyone um so I guess uh, I'm just curious, do you find inspiration more in like modern art or do you tend to look back on artists like, uh, I don't know. Like Van Gogh and shit? Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> I know what uh, you're saying. But. So I don't really like the older artists. Um I mean, obviously, I still think they're great, and I still have to study them in school, but I think I am definitely more into, like, modern-day art, um, not, like, the funky sculptures of just random shapes and stuff, but, like, the modern way of painting portraits and things like that. That's probably what I take my inspiration from. Okay, so you're... 10 years old all your monster paintings are selling but nothing else is so where do you go from there um so by 10 I knew I wanted to go to Columbus College of Art and Design um mostly because I didn't want to move out of the state to go to school but fair enough it is one of the best art schools in like the U.S. so might as well um but I actually applied for like a scholarship when I was 11 or 12 uh, for CCAD to take classes there as a kid. And I, I won. So I started taking classes there when I was 12. Basic. <laughs> yeah, um, I took drawing classes. I think I took a painting class. I took a few different ones and it was pretty cool. There were other people that won the scholarship too it wasn't just like me but like that's so cool. that's pretty much where I started my CCAD journey okay so what I don't even know how to phrase this what kind of stuff did you learn there and how was that like did that kind of change how you looked at art or was that just sort of helping with technical stuff or like you know what I mean yeah so like for the first time I was doing like figure drawings and like still lifes from like real people and like real objects sitting in front of me which was a lot harder than I thought it would be um I hate still lifes they're the worst yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so boring, um, but it did make me a lot better at drawing and everything. Um, 
but it like kind of showed me that it wasn't going to be like as easy as it had been for me so far um because I I will say it was pretty like easy getting into a gallery at 10 it's my uncle right so, I mean was that yeah that is but, a pretty like lucky like you wanted to be an artist and you had this really nice setup so you had like you were pretty fortunate to get into all that pretty young yeah um, it kind of worked out for me yeah uh one of my questions i don't know i guess this is kind of jumping forward to now but like when you are when i like so if i were to ask you which i have before to do art for me do you still get the same enjoyment out of that as you would doing something on your own or like is there like is it all business to you sometimes or is it all fun like you know what I mean is there like a broad spectrum or is it just kind of like I guess I gotta draw this guy's fucking WWM for his for his stupid <laughs> pot you know what I mean <laughs> so like, um, is, there, is there still enjoyment in in this kind of stuff or is it more business I guess so it is like still enjoyable I still love making art but it's definitely like I need to make money off of this um it's like how else am I gonna pay my bills Mm -hmm. uh but I will say my favorite thing is making art for like my friends and stuff like whether they're paying me or not it's still like my favorite thing to do uh I get a lot more enjoyment out of that than like doing my art for school I think it's kind of boring for school just because it's not as open like I don't get to always do what I want right that's kind of like I equate that sort of to when like in middle school I really like to read but Jamie stop sneezing dude (laughs) sorry he's back there sneezing and being like a whole fucking thing um but like I like to read a lot and so one of our teachers was like hey you can pick your own books and do all this stuff so you had a lot more freedom to do what you actually wanted to do so I like that a lot more than when they're like here read fucking Beowulf and you just had to like sit there and read it with the class so I get that whole like you're restricted in your classes a lot more than like they don't give you as much freedom because they kind of can't sometimes so I get that um I just lost my train of thought I don't remember what I was gonna say oh Danny you just made me lose mine yeah (laughs) thinking of I just lost it well okay so I guess we can just get back to your your like story to now so you so you got the scholarship and you got to learn and you did still have so you hated (laughs) because is it was that because I guess that you had to be like incredibly detailed and realistic with those, right? Yeah. So was that was that part of that? They just they take forever, and you're just sitting there staring at like a a vase. (laughs) Yeah, I could see I could see that being like very slow going and not interesting at all. Um, but where did so like through like middle school and high school was there any big 
leaps in your business sort of thing or um so I mean like not really I continue to like sell my art but I wasn't like doing anything crazy with it I wasn't doing like I just started doing murals I wasn't doing murals um I wasn't really doing anything except for just like posting in hoping to get famous that's fair um do you do you feel like you've sort of changed your style a lot as as the years have gone on or do you feel like you've kind of always stuck with your niche it's definitely changed um I think like every artist changes their style like I mean I'm still like tweaking mine uh especially like because I my favorite thing is to draw people and my style of drawing people is changing every few months right now from being in school and like always drawing it's just always progressing okay uh so if I looked at my art from like 2016 or now it doesn't even look like my art well that's probably a good thing though because you don't want to necessarily stay stagnant i guess like there's not anything wrong with finding your your thing at all and i'm sure you might find your thing one day but i don't think there's anything wrong with like experimenting and discovering different ways to express the same sort of idea i guess yeah um so when you graduated like when you graduated high school and went to an art college how did that sort of interplay with your um, business side of stuff? Um, it hit me hard. Yeah. I <laughs> did not have time to, you know, make all these commissions that I've been doing before. Um, it was constantly doing homework and work for school. And I just, didn't have time to make art to sell or art I even enjoyed. That sucks. Um, what was there more like what kind of homework do you get in an art school? Because I know it's definitely different than like a traditional like Kent State isn't, you know, if you're in the teaching program like I was, it's gonna be vastly, vastly different than art. So is it like a lot of here's Van Gogh and learn about his stuff and like historical stuff or was it more exploring your own tastes? Um, so I, it was a common belief that we don't have like uh, math and science and English classes. We do, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I'm currently in psychology. Uh, so we do take like the normal classes, but just most of our schedule is art classes. Like um last semester I had a a figure drawing class where it was live models every day um was that fun or was it was it like yeah I enjoy live models um because you know they're changing their pose like every 10 minutes or so so you don't have to draw the same thing gotcha um but like right now I am in glass blowing and so (laughs) To work on glass right and you didn't you say like i because we had talked a little bit about that you said 
that you were just kind of tired of it at this point like the novelty oh, yeah, wore off yeah. pretty quick because that's not what you want um, to do so it's like it's kind of it must suck to be like forced to do something that you really just like it was it was probably cool and fun for the first week and then you're like cool I made this little cup and then it's like all right but now I want to move on to other things that I enjoy I, I that's just what I assume yeah so like I wanted to try last month since I was like eight like forever and to get to it now and I'm like this isn't as fun as I thought it would be um it's hard and I'm not that great at it mm. that's fair <laughs> do you think if you if you got better at it you'd enjoy it more or do you think it's just not like your thing um maybe like I think if I rented out like a glass blowing studio and it was just like me and not like 15 other students um I think it might be okay that's fair is it like I'm just trying to picture the structure of this is it like you go up in front of the entire class and everyone's watching you make your little thing and it's just like so much pressure and yeah Jesus that that seems Um, because like if you're not if you don't know what you're doing if it's your first like glass blowing class that sucks to have everyone that's that just feels not fair we we have three advanced glass blowing students in our class Mm. (laughs) is that their like major is that what that means um so yes well (laughs) no i don't think you can major in glass blowing see their major is sculpting okay so it's like in that vein what they specialize in gotcha and so they signed up to be like teaching aides for this class while they're still in college yeah so they're getting credit for helping the like you know right right new class is it like i don't know i don't know i don't want to sound like an asshole but i feel like glass blowing people feel this sort of superiority when they know how to do it and like they're like yeah i know how to do it and you don't like not i'm not trying to be a dick but like <laughs> i sometimes i feel like with those very niche like like very specialized things they're like well i could do it in like half the time you know do you get that feeling i mean most of them are they're nice um one of them's a little judgy uh she is kind of judgy. but i would say a lot a lot of um the sculpting students are kind of like that they're gotcha. a little judgy they're they do think they're kind of better than you but it's i mean i, I guess mean, what can you do at something yeah but i don't know there should never be superiority like that i feel like and art is such a subjective like thing to where i don't know but i guess glass blowing is pretty easy to tell if you fucked up a, a bowl you know so it, it's a little bit different but it's also like it's yeah. also art is subjective so you can't always be super like nitpicky with shit i don't know that's just it feels like a weird tough middle ground to to sort of get into can you get down buddy thank you yeah, he just um, begs for attention all the fucking time. Sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's glass blowing's fine. It's not the class I look forward to. 
It's just, I mean, I made a, a real shitty little vase today. <laughs> um, it's up. And my final project for that class is due on Monday. It's a vase. Oh, gotcha. So that's probably like not fun. <laughs> it's probably stressful. Um, uh, I've been making so many vases this week and they all they look so bad well is it like I know in when I took ceramics it was less so about how like perfect your what was it whatever like vessel whatever you're making it's like it's less about how perfectly you did it and more about like if you showed the actual effort and intention and so is it sort of like that grading wise or no school's not about effort really no they're about do it right or don't do it at all um, that feels a little bit <laughs> real intense yeah. Yeah. i mean i have been yelled at like critiqued in front of entire classes but everyone in art school has right. so it's like not just me yeah but i don't know that feels very unproductive to be like, you fucked it up, you know, just like, just to rip into you because it's I mean, your they first. Say that. Well, right. But like, but to rip into you for it being your first semester of ever doing glass blowing and they're like, well, it doesn't look perfect with this one thing. It's just, I don't know. That feels super unproductive to me to just uh, rip into you. Critique is just a big thing in art school. Like, you have to be able to take it no matter what they say about your piece. Um, I mean, I've had some pretty mean things about, like, my work. And you just have to sit there and take it and be like, yeah, I hear you. I get where you're coming from. What I kind of, like, critique. like, how hard are they allowed to go with critique? Like, is there a limit? Or is it just, like, balls I mean, they the can't outright be like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Gotcha. <laughs> um, they have to like, you know, present it in a way where they're not like being mean about it. Gotcha. It's just, some of them are harsh. Are students allowed to critique each other? Oh yeah. Okay. So is it, is that rougher than the teachers yes. go? Okay. That's what I assumed, but I didn't, didn't want to. Most so. of the time the students are harsher than the teacher right that's just a whole different dynamic than I would have envisioned I mean it makes sense but it's not what I would have thought of what's the I don't know if I if you don't want to answer this you don't have to what's like the worst thing that you've heard someone say to someone else um I don't even know like the worst thing I've heard uh I mean, like, obviously, this won't sound like bad uh, to non-artists, but they said something about it was a still life, and it was, like, in my freshman drawing class, they said that, like, it didn't look like a cylinder, and it looked like, I want to say they said it looked like a butt plug. Oh, but I can't I don't think exactly. that. <laughs> that sounds like uh, one of the examples of that's not okay to say, but that's, I don't know. What's the well, 
art school. <laughs> like say whatever you want. What's the worst critique that you've given someone else? <laughs> I don't give critiques. You don't. No. Is that because um, you don't want to be mean to people, or what? I don't want them to rip into my work. That's so I'm fair. Not rip into theirs. Yeah, don't dish it um, out if you can't take that makes it. Sense. Yeah. I mean, like, I've said, like, hey, maybe do this and not that, or try this. Right, um, but that's that's a lot I'm more constructive. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like constructive criticism rather than like this looks like a butt plug. There's a huge difference between the two. I mean, there is this one. I won't say his name, but oh, okay. In my, uh, he's I think in the same year as me, but he's also an illustration major. So he's been in like a lot of my classes, and I don't know what it is about me, but he hates me. Really, and so he'll like really dig into my work and critiques like no matter what I put up that's kind of annoying but maybe from his standpoint he's like she's counting on me to give a critique so I'm gonna find something I can see that but that's also just like yeah I'm counting on him to give my critique well right he might think like I'm supposed to critique her so I'm gonna you know I feel like I need to find these things and so he's really nitpicky maybe that's his rationale, but it's also like you're kind of just being a dick. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're always critiquing one person, that's. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I mean, his work is not very good, so. No. <laughs> you should. I've uh, never critiqued him, but. You should, you should um tell him about the podcast, but don't tell him that you talked about him, and then see if he like realizes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um on the last day of school be like by the way uh you should check out this yeah i'll let him know that'd be funny yeah Um, i'm sure that'll go great i mean it might you know (laughs) it'd be funny to like what if he's watched him listen to it and he like looks at you like what is that (laughs) that moment of realization yeah that'd be funny um i wouldn't be mad at him realizing it it's kind of worse damn well, you heard it here first, random guy in Maddie's art class. Get your like, shit together. Like, from the <laughs> Okay, gotcha. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, I probably shouldn't go into it on this. <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> no, but I, I understand. I, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't even know how really to describe it. It's just really thinks that they're being helpful when it is not at all and and it's more just like please leave me alone (laughs) so i get that um bad for saying that but i don't know i doubt she'll find this hopefully um another question i had um so i know like when i'm painting my little stupid tiny shitty record paintings that suck um (laughs) i uh i definitely get like time dilation a lot where like i'll just be i think it's been like 10 minutes and it's been like two hours um so i'm assuming that still happens with you is that the case yeah like um um well i'm assuming you guys don't know that ccad classes are three to four hours long Oh, Jesus. Okay. Each class. 
Um, so once you start working, it goes by pretty fast. That's fair. You'll look up and it's like the end of class. Do you, um, when you're doing art the like someone asked you to do, do you still get time dilation or is it more like you are focused on their vision and so it's less so like an hour goes by like like that? Um, yeah, so I was working on a mural about two weeks ago and it was, it was for a nursery. And I got there at like 9 a.m. It was my third time being there to work on it and it was going to be like my last mm-hmm. um so I got there at like 9 a.m and then I was having a party that night um my friend called me at six and was like why aren't you here to pick me up oh <laughs> and I was like it cannot be six o'clock yet like damn it just went by so fast wow I would have expected obviously i've never done it but i would have expected it to be more like uh like you're so hyper focused on it that it feels like time is just dragging but i don't know i mean i get so focused on it i don't even like notice that's fair so what's it like to do a mural for for you said for a nursery yeah was that like a friend or was that like um, um the city or so my boyfriend's cousin it was for her baby okay. um and it was my first mural that was a paid job so I've done like murals before but like never for money what and does that what does that look like to do it how how do you do it like other than for money it was for me right no but like i I mean like where (laughs) was it like in your room or was it like somewhere public or like um yeah i mean so i don't know if you can see this but i came on my door all the time um i just paint murals on my door all the time okay and so those were my three murals gotcha um but I got 300 for this meal. It's not bad. Which, uh, after my third weekend of working on it, I realized that was not enough money to charge. Damn. <laughs> but next time I'll know. Right, but so you so you set that uh, that amount, right? Because you yeah, didn't you know. I the price before, but I did not realize it was going to take me three weekends between school and working my day job at Target. Right, yeah. Um, oh, so sorry. A question I, I had was, uh, so like when you're talking with a client or a customer, um, I guess, I guess to make this a two-parter, like, first off, how, how do you find most of your customers? Do they end up like seeing some of your work and then they come to you or is it more you just kind of networking and going out and finding people that need stuff done? And then the second part or the second question I uh, had was, so when someone is paying you, obviously, to do something, um, is there a certain level of creativity you have with that, like, that you can do your own stuff? Or is it more typically just they tell you exactly what they want and you have to do it that way? Uh, okay, so, like, for the second one, it's, like, basically some 
clients are like really good and they'll like let you put in your own sort of spin on whatever they're wanting. Others are super strict. I have people look better. They want an exact font and exact color. It's like everything exactly how they want it. And they're kind of the worst clients, but <laughs> no, I mean, I, that makes perfect sense. It. Yeah. 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 I can understand that. So that, so you have a broad, a broad um, spectrum of people you, you work with. Yeah. Everyone's different. Um, right. Obviously I prefer the clients that are like, you know, a general idea and like yeah. just go however you want with it. Well, to speak to that a little bit, like, I hope that I fall into the good category because I'm in. Yeah, you're not one of my bad ones. Okay, good. It's good to know. I'll wait off my chest. But um, and the reason I say that I assume I was is because when you made our podcast logo, uh, we were just kind of like shrugged our shoulders and we're like, have at it, you know, do whatever, basically. And I and yeah. Garen was like, maybe purple and yellow. And I was like, maybe purple and yellow. And then you just kind of, did your thing and it looks great i think it um, really does thank you does, maddie i just way. round of applause for maddie supposed to be your placeholder until i could work on the real one but then you guys were settled on it so well i kind of i kind of dig it. well maybe i don't know i kind of i kind of dig the, <laughs> the the curviness and you know i i like how it looks but if i don't know it is kind of minimalist in a way so I, but i don't know what we would add to it you know like what do we put fucking explosions in the background <laughs> like what are we gonna do you know so i, mean, I don't know if you, if you want to do more with it please do and i will gladly pay you you guys want with it it's your podcast <laughs> that's true but it's also your art so if you think um, of anything it's true so my little sister she uh she's 15 she'll be 16 later this year um but she's recently been getting very heavily into like digital art um she showed me like a couple trace drawings she's done like um but i guess i just wanted your opinion on like how do you when you see like digital art is do you view it in any different light than say like you you know using a paintbrush on a canvas or you know like uh, like a live model drawing? Uh, so there are a lot of people that do, like, see it differently. They're like, it's not real art, but I actually do a lot of digital art, too. Um, I enjoy it. I think it's, it can be a lot easier than traditional. You don't have to, like, bounce back between brushes or anything. And it just, it looks so clean in the end. Right. So. I think that's it's okay that it's easy you know like some people might be like oh well you didn't have to put in as much effort but I think it's perfectly fine to like without just taking shortcuts for no reason because that's not what digital art is it's like just a different way to do art and if it's easier and it comes out looking really great I think that's fine you know like right just because it's less intensive doesn't mean that it's bad I guess. Well, and I think some pieces really even are 
require a lot more effort and a lot more time. Like, I'm not sure. I, I saw something calling these NFTs and I hope to God they're not, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I've seen these pieces recently where like, have you guys seen those like TikToks where it's like, you know, it'll show one scene and they zoom out and then it goes to another scene and it's like almost like inception. I think those are really cool. Like I find those super fascinating and the amount of detail that these people are putting into these, I can't imagine how much time it takes and how much like the amount of skill and precision that that would take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I really prefer doing digital art now. Um, I still like traditional, but I, I prefer digital. And like, even when I'm doing traditional, I'm like, and I mess up and I'm like, oh, there's no like go back button. There's, there's nothing that can undo this. Right. Yeah. But that also kind of teaches you to roll with your mistakes in a way. Like I've, I mean, I fucked up my, uh, most recent <laughs> most recent <laughs> painting and i was like i was gonna make a crescent uh for my moon and then it just like came out looking like dog shit and i was like well now it's a full moon and the full moon looks bad too and so i was like no and it just like it was this whole like what do i how do i fix this without just starting from scratch but it was like a fun experience still so yeah. i mean i've seen your little paintings i don't think they're bad think that they're like amateur which is fine because i'm literally an amateur but also it's like i don't know i just wish that they looked nice and clean because i just kind of was like at the start i was like okay i have this paint and it just blob it on the record itself and i was like now nah, i'm gonna go for it and it was fun doing it that way but it's like you could only get so much detail that way and so i had to start like putting it on a little palette and being like okay now i'm mixing my colors and like you know so i've i've grown with it but it's also hard i told trey this um go watch episode two by the way or listen to episode two um but i told him that like it's hard to learn as much doing it the way i do it because i do it so few and far between like i'll paint a record and then like months later i'm like well i could do another one and then it's like what the fuck did I learn last time? I don't remember, you know? So it's, it's a whole different, like, ball game, I think. The way yeah, that I... Um, I actually, I don't paint that often. Uh, but I'm completely self-taught for painting. Um, but it does kind of have, like, a learning curve. Like, even when I started that mural, I was like, how do I paint again? <laughs> I was just sitting there like, how do you make clean lines on this person's wall? Right. Did you find yourself going over things a lot, like going back and painting over a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a, have a pretty light hand. So, um, I did have to paint over like everything like six or seven times. Gotcha. Did you, oh, wow. did you have to like... Um completely like was there like a draft that you made that just looked like bad and you were like i'm just gonna undo and <laughs> paint over it completely or was it like you did you keep all your original stuff for the um, most part well i didn't really have that option because i was just painting on top of their wall and oh, they didn't okay. i wasn't like you know painting the whole wall gotcha uh, i'm sure i 
posted a, something of it on my Instagram or TikTok, but it's just like a rainbow and then like lots of words. They wanted so many quotes. Mm. That was the hardest part of it. Yeah, I feel like words, um, for me at least, sometimes are harder than just like a sun or you know stuff like like the actual objects because when i did there was one painting i did um where i had to like you know write out something with paint and i was like why is this so much like it was so much harder than just because yeah, because right. you you don't like rest your hand on it and like there's just like weird little nuances where like i was like what the why can't i write an s that looks like an s <laughs> it was just you weird i felt like yeah i felt like starting from like being a toddler i was like what the I hell had am the I same doing? problem during my mural i got to an s and i was like how do you it's draw S's, an s? dude i'm telling you like literally the s that i drew like it looked like it was also it looked like it was in italics and i was like why did yep. i do it like that it, it all my s's off. were leaning too i don't know what it is what it, yeah it pissed me off but um yeah i took a calligraphy class last semester and all my S's looked like shit then too. Really? Yeah. And Jacob, next time you like, paint, you should try doing an S just to see. <laughs> next time you paint around. Mine are all slanted as well. It's, really? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know why. This must be like I'm gonna Google this and are see you, if it's a phenomenon. Because <laughs> not you know, my professor for calligraphy said that it was like a thing. Yeah. Like S is the hardest letter to draw or paint maybe because it's just so symmetric like you have to see and then do it turn it over and do another c flip it over and do another c (laughs) that's a good point that's probably (laughs) a good hack perfect perfect s that way yeah it's just so weird because it's like you have to do it so i don't know i i I just look like an idiot drawing in the air but like you have to be like like symmetric and Jacob, Jacob just put the image in my head now. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it, but like just <laughs> drawing a C. I'm just imagining Maddie just drawing a C and then just you know, flipping upside down and drawing. Yeah, like all right, I'm on this wall. How do I <laughs> like doing a one hand stand, just painting a C on the wall? <laughs> she puts like a bunch of pulley systems up, and she's like hanging upside down, <laughs> trying to do it upside down C to finish it. Blind person in the theater just around. <laughs> next time now you know yeah um, bring some rope i just maybe maybe it's not set in stone got hired by dylan's hometown to do really yep on the side of their building that's awesome wow holy shit was that dylan being like hey by the way my girlfriend can paint or was that like (laughs) uh, runs the museum oh okay that's cool wow okay yeah well that's the, i mean i guess that makes sense that you have to like have those connections and stuff to yeah. to get these gigs um i think garen you had this question earlier the how do you find your clients sort of thing oh, yeah yeah i didn't answer that that's fine <laughs> um yeah so my clients are i mean i do have like regular ones like you danny mm-hmm. um and then I get a lot of want like clients from like around where I live, um, just by like word of mouth, people telling them about me. And then I also get some from like posting TikToks. Damn. Mostly. Uh, no one, no one looks at my Instagram. I do. 
Thanks, Danny. <laughs> I'll, I mean, you can shout it out at the end of this, and then everyone will go look at it and be like, holy shit, oh, okay. I'm going to have her do all of my art. Because all genuinely, yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, like, genuinely, like, I think that it's all really, really fucking good. And that's why I'm like, <laughs> that's why I was like, I want her on here because she does good work. And so the more we can push your stuff out there, I think the better because it's great in my opinion um another thing do you find enjoyment in other types of art and like i guess the same kind of enjoyment in other forms of art like uh music or something it looks like someone's in her room now what <laughs> <laughs> who's that i don't know they barely cracked the door open and didn't say anything. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> well, we'll find out later. Um, what was my question? What did I just say? Are you asking me if I was like into music? Yeah, yeah. So like, like if you, do you find sort of that same enjoyment, I guess, in music? Or is it like a completely different experience for you and other forms of art? Um, so I was in band in intermediate school. Me too. Uh, me and Jacob went to the same intermediate school. Really? Oh, yeah, because you For remember sure. the... Yeah. Jacob, do you remember the pipe-bursting waterfall down the stairs story you told? <laughs> oh, a brick I mean, yeah, cause so she, many flashbacks. Yeah, because she, she texted <laughs> yeah, me later was... and was like, I remember every detail of that story. <laughs> it was like a waterfall under the staircase. I came oh, out from yeah, him. Yeah. Quite the, quite the event. <laughs> and they wouldn't even send us home. Yeah, yeah, the insane. whole place smelled like moss for the week. Yeah. I remember that. I'm sure because it's like moldy as fuck when it's just <laughs> water and everything. Ugh. Yeah. But um, sorry, I totally derailed that. But you were talking about middle school or intermediate school band. Yeah. Um. So I was in the band there, and I played flute, and uh, I quit after two weeks. Okay. <laughs> um. So no, I'm not a musician. Really? Uh, okay not into it didn't get into it my brother's really good at it what does he play again okay yeah um but no it wasn't me gotcha do you do you like find nuances in music at all or like when you're like listening i mean um because i know like i i play trumpet and i didn't really get into it maybe one day I'll be like, maybe I'll get back on the trumpet. But for now, it's like, nah. Um, but I like find myself more and more listening to music, like really deeply listening to it. I don't want to sound all like holier than thou, but like I like try I try to like make myself like find those bits that the artist puts in to like appreciate it more and understand it deeper. Is that sort of what you find too? like I can I I always have to be listening to like music or a podcast when I'm doing my art me too I can't like have something on a screen though I will get distracted Hmm. so I mean I do listen to like a lot of music doing my art gotcha okay I don't know I I guess I, I I sort of like assume that you sort of have that like i'm an artist and i recognize that this artist put in this work sort of stuff i don't know if that 
uh, if that makes any sense but like looking at yeah, it from I mean, that standpoint i guess i can do that like i like especially if i look at the lyrics on paper i can like definitely decipher what it's about on a deeper okay. meaning uh i just don't like to because then people are like that's you know all like what am I even trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh, so you don't like to look at it too deeply because you feel like people judge you? Is that what you're trying to say? Or, or yeah, they think well, that you're just trying to find meaning in nothing? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've had to like find the meaning for work in my English classes at CCD because they are all deep and yeah that's fair stuff like that yeah we have to write a lot of poetry that's fun (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i think that i the way that i approach music more is less so lyrics and more so like the different instruments and like the I don't know any technical terms, but like the backbeats and like the little things you wouldn't necessarily notice on your first listen. But then like, if you go back and you take your time and you pump it up really loud and it's like, you know, and you're really just feeling the music, I sound like a total fucking snob right now. <laughs> don't I? But um, I, I get but what like, you're saying. Yeah. But like to like really listen to it on a, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, find those little instrumental tinges here and there and all that stuff. That's what I like to do with it. But I don't know. I don't really tend to find as much meaning in the lyrics because I sort of just look at them as they are instead of as like metaphors or whatever. I don't know. Garen, I know you're like the music dude of, uh, of the three of us. So like, Oh God. No, I just, I'm just asking like, how do you, uh, how do you view music? Well, I mean, the way I see it is like <clears throat> there are definitely some musicians out there that are more emotionally involved in their music than others. Okay. Um, you know, there there are some songs where you know you listen to it and you're just like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like I can get down with this. And then there's other songs that. I don't know. Like for me personally, there are some songs like uh like when I listen to them, it just makes me feel a certain way. Okay. Um just I, I don't know, like every every chord, the every chord progression, the over like the overarching melody, the bridges and songs, like everything. There's so many different parts and pieces to it that uh an artist can use to project a certain emotion or project a certain feeling um, that, yeah, I, I, I try to pick up on. Um, and like I said, there are definitely some artists that don't do that at all. Um, some artists are just very cookie cutter. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think uh, my example for deeper versus surface level, I'm trying to find the, name real fast before i say let's like surface level um 
fuck. I'm scrolling as fast as I can. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I just because like um, I I think that if like people don't know what the fuck we're saying if they like listen to these two well, i guess the weekend is my deeper one and obviously everyone knows the weekend i think that he puts in so much effort into his like did you guys listen to don fm his newest uh full album i no? haven't yet it is like is one song it's it's like he created this entire experience as you go through from start to finish it's definitely one i've said this to you jacob if you listen to the whole thing do it when you're like when you have the time to actually think about it and like go from start to finish because he like created this entire experience with his like layout of his songs and like one song will blend into the other so well that I literally didn't notice that it switched songs like it was just I was like what the fuck it's been three songs like it felt like one and like he just did this entire crazy thing and then like um where the fuck is this one band i'm trying to find hold on stand by wallpaper they just make like at least back in the day they used to just make like just party songs it sounds really like like it's something that you dance to when you're drunk because it every lyric is something that they probably made when they were drunk and it all makes sense you know like that kind of music where it's like yeah. there's not really much deeper meaning to it and it's just like it sounds nice i'm gonna go out on the floor and then yeah you know, which there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think, but it's just not as much like deeper meaning at all. <laughs> so you said very surface level, and it made me think of one song. I can't remember the name of it, but I know the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. No, I, this might be the name of the song. I don't know. It's called NSFW. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And I'm going to look this up right now, but go every, on. every single word to the song. Is just the word fuck besides the last word which is shit okay <laughs> it, it, literally like there's nothing else to it is it by a uh, psycho stick yep okay please gotcha. don't play it <laughs> no i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not oh but i'm just i just want to make sure we had it right yes yeah, it's, it's just another one of those songs um like you're like similar to what you're saying that is just very very surface level and then like a more um, emotionally driven song that came to mind for me um, was a song called "A Reason to Fight" by the band Disturbed. Okay. Um, Let me just, write this down so I don't forget it. Hold on. Would you I'll say it? Say it. Say it again. It's called "A Reason to Fight." Okay. Sorry, I just like to make sure that I write things down so um, I can refer to them later. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was actually my stepdad that uh suggested that song to me and um yeah that song that song's always on all of my playlists okay. it's, it's a good one i feel yeah yeah there's some songs that i'm like i mean i only have one playlist but i made a playlist for someone else and i was like i knew immediately what songs i was going to put on because like like at least some of the songs i was going to put on because i was like this song like means so much to me that i'm going to share it with this other person um so i definitely feel that i guess sorry i totally derailed from everything that we (laughs) were talking about before with maddie um but like what are your guys's you and jacob i guess like favorite artists or deeper things or whatever else we just kind of touched on 
either of you can go. <laughs> Are you talking to me? No, anyone. Uh, anyone. Jacob, do you have a favorite artist? Um, nothing in particular. I do like the weekend songs of the two. Dude, he's so good. So often. I haven't no, listened I just... to any of his new, like anything from his new album though. I I strongly recommend. Like I think you said you listened to Sacrifice. That one's good, but that one's uh, I think one of the ones that's more like top forty, like turn like it's just playing on the radio and everyone's just having a good time. Sort of songs. The rest of the album, uh, maybe not the rest. Most of the uh, the rest of the album is like like deeper feeling type shit but yeah is that gertie jumping in your lap yeah that's cute sorry um maddie what about you like favorite artists or anything like musical artists any oh um well i've been really into halsey lately okay i haven't heard Uh, enough of halsey yeah, I'm going to her concert in June. Oh, that's exciting. Awesome. Yep, with your favorite person, Ben. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, okay. I, I, just to air that out a little bit, not to be like super personal relationship stuff on the, the public podcast, but I've kind of uh gotten to the point where i don't i mean i never hated ben i just thought that what he was doing and what i thought people should be doing in the pandemic were two very different things and so i've kind of gotten over that now um but we just don't really talk anymore so it's kind of whatever but um go on i guess (laughs) uh, i'm going to the concert with him and destiny and maybe his new girlfriend Mm. That'll be fun. <laughs> I uh I've only ever been to two concerts. Yeah, I saw Imagine Dragons live and they kinda I don't hate Imagine Dragons now, but I think that they were better before. Their music's not what it used to be. Like I think that their first album, there was I think one song, Amsterdam or whatever, is like I barely even remember that one. And I don't really care about that one. The rest of the album, I was like, this goes so fucking hard. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. I love their first album. Then the second album came out and I didn't know it came out until later. And I was like, it's kind of it's okay. But then uh the one with Thunder on it, like I don't like Thunder at all. Like it, it's it's just not, it doesn't, it feels like they just went with like like here's a formula that'll get us on the top 40 list and they just kind of did that to let but well, i mean that, dylan that... has recently gotten really into imagine dragons yeah does he does he like their newer stuff yeah that's what i got him into it really yeah i mean it's each their own didn't they I just release to watch that arcane show on netflix okay and they their theme song is an imagine dragon song they make they do uh really good like music for shows and movies and stuff i think they did a song for um iron man 3 or something like for like some promotional stuff and like that one was like they do good stuff but i just feel like uh, to me it looks like they just decided to like go with a formula that would get them top 40 to keep themselves relevant they're not as indie as they used to be yeah yeah that's i guess that's a good way to put it 
I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, but I saw them live and I was like, I haven't listened to their music in a couple of years because I didn't like their second album. And it was like the Thunder album that um, they were like touring with. And so I was like, I guess I'll listen to every song once. And then I kind of went into it, but like, it was still a really good experience just to listen to live music. Um, and then the second one I saw, do you guys know Strambella's? No, um, they're kind of smaller, but they were a completely different experience where it was like imagine dragons was in this huge stadium with like a bajillion people and um like when they were walking around to like say hi to people it was like kind of nice and intimate but there was so many people that they couldn't be that intimate um but then strombellos was in this like tiny little venue with like 300 maybe people like probably a lot less than that and they were like interacting with the crowd a lot more and it was just like it's a completely different experience like they're both of the live music things were great but i thought that like the intimate one with the smaller artist was like fucking crazy because there was the, the keyboard guy dave <laughs> he had a hat that said dave on it and he would like dance around as he was playing and stuff and it was like he, you could tell he was so into it and that made everyone else super into it and then um when the lead singer was introducing everyone he jokingly like didn't say like and our keyboard guy dave and so everyone was like dave 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 like just chanting dave and he's like oh did i forget someone like i'll remember that stuff because it was so like much more personal and then when they when they when they went out they're like all right that's it for us and they leave everyone just started chanting dave again and they came out and did like two more songs because we just chanted dave for like 10 minutes but it was just it was just really fun so I don't know. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent there. But um so is Halsey Halsey's a pretty big, big one, all right? Pretty big name. Yeah. Um I have no idea where we're sitting. Ben bought the tickets. Okay. Um, but they were only $90. So that's not bad at all. I think Tame and Paul is touring and he's gonna be in Columbus on my birthday. And I'm about to buy tickets for those as soon as I get paid. Um but uh, I just, no, I was just saying, like, I think I don't I don't I haven't listened to much of his stuff at all because I listened to um the last I know the better is his biggest one, of course. And so I listened to that and I really like that song. And so I assume with his style from what I've seen from there from that, like it's pretty good. So I'm gonna listen mm-hmm. to more of it and hopefully when I go, I mean all live music is great, even if it's not technically good i think well i think i think it's it's like the experience is is always fun even if like it's a band that kind of sucks ass (laughs) i don't know but what were you gonna say um i think it was for my 18th birthday i got tickets to beyonce and jay-z for like 20 something oh shit yeah 20 dollars they were pretty close too Damn, I think that the uh, Tame Impala ones are like 60, bordering on 70, I think. But I think it'll be be worth it. Um, yeah. Have you have you seen a lot of artists live, Maddie? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like who, who else? Um, I started going to live concerts at like eight years old. Um, so... 
back in early 2000s i saw the jonas brothers of course oh did they do uh did they do burning up yes they did awesome i love that fucking song um i saw miley cyrus slash hannah montana okay um selena gomez when she was real small there were 200 people there really yeah damn i think i was like 10 for that one um taylor swift in her country days okay uh beyonce and jay-z uh Jonas Brothers again. Okay. United. Did they do burn up again? They did. They had. I mean, I feel like they have to. You know, that's yeah, one of those that like they ones. can't not. That's awesome. Um, Sean Mendes, Ed Sheeran. Dude, funny story. <laughs> My sister uh, Ashley fucking hates Sean Mendes. <laughs> like, like if you play, she'll just sit there and be fuming the entire Why? time. Which I don't know. She just hates, and like sometimes. <laughs> I might do it right now. Uh, we send her just like the the YouTube link to one of his songs, and then she'll open it and be like, "God damn it!" and text you back I'm like, "Fuck you." But um, yeah, she just doesn't. She's I don't know. She just doesn't like him. Wow. But I mean, well, I've I never. I did to your sister. I don't know either, and I've never listened to enough of his music to have an opinion. I've like listened. I think Jacob and me and you would ride around, and because he plays the radio all the time. Um, and it, like it would come on 97.9 that's like the most that I would hear Sean Mendes but I, so I just don't have an opinion but she just hates him so I don't know she's gonna listen to this and text me later and be like what the fuck well, <laughs> why'd you call me out pretty cool concert yeah. So, yeah I traveled yeah. to Michigan for his concert so you like you, you like him like him this is the only concert I traveled for. Um, really? Yeah. Me and my cousin went and stayed in a hotel there in Detroit. Oh, God. Interesting. <laughs> that was oh. fun. Yeah. It was. Uh, I've, I've traveled. I went to Indiana for a... God, I don't know. I went there with my best friend uh, to see Slipknot. I think, yeah, we went and saw them and then a few years back, I went to well, what's now Sonic Temple, um, but we went to like Rock on the Range. Okay. And that that was such a fun experience. Just like the, I saw so many bands there that I just absolutely love. Like, oh god, who all was there? Uh, Foo Fighters was there. Disturbed was there. System of a Down. Oh God, I could probably list off like 30 bands right now. Um no. you wouldn't. <laughs> nah, that'd be <laughs> that'd take too long. Um but yeah, that that was super fun. I actually crowd surfed there. Really? Dude, Dude that <laughs> can I tell the can I tell the worm story? Uh, after this. this. Okay, sorry, after go this, on. After this. Um so I crowd. There was a, a smaller band playing on one of the side stages. I somehow managed to crowd surf off of like four rows of people. I don't know why. They just kind of like people around me just kind of looked at me and they said, "You want to fucking crowd surf?" And I was like, yeah, "Fuck yeah!" I mean, you can't say no. Like throw me up there, and then, oh god, 
so we were we were on the floor at the the old crew stadium like in the middle just oh god it was insane we were getting pushed around and everything i got like i'm not a short guy i'm not the tallest but i'm not short by any means um I got pinched in between two people. So I'm sitting there like this. I got lifted up off the ground, standing from, straight up. From them like shoving into you so hard? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was borderline. I mean, my I was standing like this with my feet off the ground. I was like, <laughs> oh, Lord. Just like diagonal. So, yeah. <laughs> Squish between two people. And so I tapped, the guy, I tapped the guy's shoulder in front of me because he was like some fucking massive dude. Big macho like man his, in front of you? Dude, his triceps were the size of my head. Jesus. But, like, I just tapped him on the shoulder, and I was like, hey, get me out of here. And he's like, oh, you want to go up? Cool. And he, like, fucking picks me up and starts, you know, everyone's pushing me forward. <laughs> and up to my right, I just saw a huge fucking gap of just, I don't know what was happening. Well, I got a little bit closer, and there was a person in a wheelchair that was crowd surfing. They got thrown on top of someone. Okay. <laughs> I got thrown in on top of them. Oh. It fucked up my back. My, my back was so bruised after that. And then I kind of just got up and ran out of there because I was like two rows from the front. Yeah, you got to get up from the front, dude. <laughs> I, I felt so bad because like I'm pretty sure I kicked some dude in the back of the head. I was falling like head first. So I don't really know, but it was so crazy. It was just so fun. Well, like, the wor- the uh, <sighs> what? Oh, this is so embarrassing. Go ahead. No, I mean it's <laughs> not that it's not that big of a story. It's just that we went to. You guys met with the club Axis in uh, Columbus. Yep, have yeah. my twenty first birthday there. Really, that's nice. Um, well, for my eighteenth birthday, because they're an eighteen and up uh, gay club. And they also do like drag shows and stuff. Um, That's what I did for my twenty-first. We yeah. went with your sisters, right? We did, and um, <laughs> in like the middle of the night, we were kind of dancing around, just hanging out. And Garrett looks at me, and he goes, <laughs> "He goes like, should I do the worm on the stage?" And I was like, "Well, duh! Like, yes, you should. Of course, you should. You can't like offer that up and then say like back out." And so he just got up on the stage and did the worm like all the way across the stage and then just got up and went back down. And like there was just people cheering and like going fucking insane for it. And he he fucking killed it too, by the way. Um, and then we just kind of continued on with our night. I don't know why that's so embarrassing for you. That, that's it like a is. great it, it was awesome, but whatever. <laughs> um, Jacob, have you seen uh have you gone to live shows? I have not, no. Dude, you should come see Tame and Paul oh, yeah. with us. When is it? It's on my birthday, May 26th. I'll take you up on it, yeah. Garen, you want to see Tame and Paula? Shit. Maddie, you want to see Tame and Paula? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Okay, well, either, the, that's but... fine. I mean, I know, like, one song by them. That's, so. I mean, that, that's okay. I know, like, one song, too. But my but Ashley was like, hey, Tame and Paula's playing on your birthday. And I was like, well, fuck, man. I mean, I might go. But I mean, maybe we could. Yeah, that'd be fun. We sh- we should all we should all go. But we'll we'll iron that out later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Jacob, it's a really like. It's just it's just like it's a really hard to describe experience, especially like your first concert because it's like, at least for me, I was going with this girl that I was like kind of talking to, 
later found out that she was like, I don't really want to date you, but I was just hanging out and I was like, all right, well, thanks. <laughs> but, but, uh, so it was like this weird kind of thing where like we were on this sort of date, but we couldn't drive. So her mom took us and it was like really awkward. Like I didn't want to like sing or anything. I didn't want to dance. Cause we were in like in auditorium seats and it was like, it was just really weird. But then Strombella's was like, all basically standing room like you could walk wherever you want get right up to the front and like everyone was singing going crazy and you know so it depends on where you go for your first one but i think it's a really good experience and then like everyone that's there of course wants to see the band and so they're as into it as you are and it's like i don't know it's really cool um remember when we were talking about painting (laughs) I totally, totally <laughs> took us in a different direction. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so you, Maddie, you said I mean, you like to, no, I know, but, but also like I meant to talk about Maddie's business more. So I'm sorry that I kind of derailed that. Um, but you said you like to do people more, Maddie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um... like, do you like see a picture and then you're like nah I kind of want to imitate that or is it more like you have just a vision in your head um I can do both uh I've done like a lot of live model drawings um for school but like yeah I can draw from pictures from a person in front of me or I can make up a person that's cool what do you like to do more make it up yeah yeah. I guess that's kind of where the creativity starts flowing more. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to follow a person's facial features or what color the hair they have. Yeah. What's the wackiest like have you ever made like a really just out there person just for the hell of it? A really out there person. <laughs> um oh, probably. <laughs> fair enough yeah i don't know i i feel like because a lot of my friends just do like weird fucking art so i guess my mind usually goes to like like uh jacob do you remember um julian's record painting yeah we talked about that before but like he just like went like really abstract and like fucking weird like stream of consciousness type like just writing down random words and like like pain and and like help and just like weird stuff so like my mind goes to like what's the weirdest shit you could make but i don't know yeah i mean i'm not really an abstract artist as much as my uncle would love me to be uh he really wants me to follow his footsteps uh but that's it's not my style what kind of stuff does your uncle do abstract very abstract like like abstract like cubism or like like i i don't i don't know or is it just like completely like whatever is on his mind he he paints completely whatever okay. um he does a lot of abstract people so okay uh, a lot of abstract people smoking cigars that's my kind of <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> have you guys ever smoked a cigar just a completely random question yeah oh, isn't I, that isn't it more like you're supposed to like puff it than you're actually supposed to inhale it okay you're you're not supposed to inhale it 
right because it like it's way worse than cigarettes right or something like i think that's what i heard is like it'll fuck you up way worse mm-hmm. it's just what was that like they're Aaron? pretty good though what smoking a cigar yeah i'm just curious i mean i i've smoked one with my dad and my grandpa yeah well i mean yeah it's i mean we're italian fair enough but uh i mean i don't i don't really know this is just, you're just kind of smoking a cigar i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you're just kind of like, puffing on it. yeah well i mean it's, it's you know it's you sit around a fire with your friends or like you know sit with your family at least in my family it's uh i've done that before with you know like i said like with my grandpa or my dad but um so it's more like a social kind of thing yeah yeah a lot of times it's at like a lot of times you'll see it at like really nice events that's where a lot of a lot of people will bring like really nice cigars or high-end um cigars and it's just different it's just a different kind of thing like there's there's a whole niche of just like there's a really tight community of people because obviously like i don't think a ton of people are into it at least from around uh you know like columbus i i right. wouldn't know um but it to me it seems it definitely seems like a very niche community yeah i think it would be um but so you you said your your uncle does just does he ever do like non-abstract stuff or is it yeah, like, does he um, get commissioned he to do to. so he, he owns his own gallery right he used to own it here but it moved to palm springs california oh wow um which i have had my stuff in that gallery i don't think i have anything in it right now uh is they're just selling like, like hotcakes out of there uh no i would no damn <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he used to do really realistic work. We used to have this big, like, taller than me painting of um, a wine bottle and a glass that he did, which was, like, really realistic. Um, it was in our dining room, but now he only does abstracts. Hmm. That's interesting. He's, he says it's what sells. I feel like that that kind of makes sense though because well in a way like if if you go into a gallery like in that sort of space you might not be looking for the bowl of fruit painting you know you're you're probably looking for something to go up in your in your house and that usually tends to be more like you know abstract concept stuff I guess yeah. at, at least I assume so I don't really know um. It does work for him. He, you know, makes like upwards of like five grand per painting. Damn. Um, yeah. That's not he's, bad at all. He's a uh, pretty popular in California. He's a pretty well-known artist out there. Um, but I haven't given in. No, so you I'm don't. Want... <laughs> well, if that's not what you like to do, then you shouldn't give it. You know. Not my thing. Yeah. I've Stick tried to a few abstract things and he goes, they're just, they're not what I want from you. Oh, so he did the, he did the art teacher critique on you. Damn. Well, yeah. I guess, I mean, if it's not, if it's 
not what you want to do. You're not going to be putting in the, the effort that you would for your passion. And then of course it comes out less, you know, with less meaning because it you put in less meaning to it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, he, he won't put my digital work in his gallery, only my traditional. But hmm. my mom's other brother, who is also an artist, who has friends that own galleries here, they'll put up my digital work. Hmm. Why doesn't your, your other uncle put up digital? Does he just not like digital at all? Is that... I've never like really asked him about it, but he never like, I don't know, he never like shows interest in my digital work. So I assume he just doesn't like digital art. Hmm, but he's also like, you know, almost 60. So it could be just. Yeah, a different a kind of generational thing. Generation. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. They're like, you damn kids with your iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, I think we're at like an hour and a half. I don't want to make this drag on too long, but I do definitely want you on again at some point because I All think right. you have a lot of interesting things to say, as everyone does, but, you know. Um, so I appreciate you doing this for sure. Uh, you can plug any and all ways to find your art. Okay. So go ahead. Um. <laughs> So I am at underscore Maddie Mac underscore on Instagram. Um, and at Maddie Mac Designs on TikTok. And please buy my art. It's very good, by the way. Like, and I'm not just fun. saying that because you're my friend. Like, genuinely, every time you've made art for me, I'm like, God damn, it's good. Like, literally Thank every you. single time. So it is, it is great work. Um, any closing thoughts from the boys over here? Um, I just I I think it's interesting to talk to you know someone like you, someone that I'm trying to think about how to phrase this. Like for me personally, I use kind of like how Daniel was saying earlier. I use music a lot as um, that's the I guess form of art. I would I. I don't really know the right terminology for this. I would just use that the most. Um, so what you connect a, with? Is yeah, that what yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, I always find it interesting talking with someone that doesn't use music, um, you know, for that same sense. Or someone like yourself who would do more traditional or even digital art. Um, I just, I like to see the similarities and also a lot of the differences that come along with it. Yeah. For sure. Um, Jacob, any any burning questions from you? Um, I don't have any questions, but I thought this was a cool experience because I don't have any like artists in my family that like actually do it for uh like as like an actual business. It's just like side stuff that is. So it was cool seeing like the business side of it. Yeah, and I, a thing I w I hadn't thought about before, like we just talked about it. Um, are you? Stop whining, please. Thank you. Can you guys hear him when I'm talking and he's whining? Because it like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, th I thought it was interesting how like you set your price, you know? And so like it, it wouldn't have occurred to me to be like to have to think about like, well, I only charge 300 and I'm kind of screwed. And like, you can't really go and be like, well, could I charge a little bit more? You know, like it's 
so it's it's probably hard to like find the right range that people are willing to to pay for certain stuff yeah when i asked for 300 i was like this is too high they're gonna tell me no mm-hmm. <laughs> damn and then afterward you realize it's not enough so it's way too much well i mean it was your first your first ever mural that you're getting paid for so it's like it was a pretty big one too yeah and the first time of anything like that you're gonna not know and then probably regret some in some sense so yeah well yeah i think that about does it for this one um thanks again to all of you for doing this appreciate it um why are you smiling garen you're too kind well i appreciate it it's great <laughs> you know i like having these big conversations it's fun i really enjoyed doing this too like once a week just sitting down talking to someone about like what they really care about yeah. and maybe maybe one day this is just wishful thinking for me but like maybe one day we'll get like bigger name people and they can come on and talk about like wow so well, maddie doesn't have a big enough no name what i'm well. saying is like the traditional wow, celebrities <laughs> you dick <laughs> what i'm saying Daniel, is like someday i will be a celebrity you will be and we'll be the people that are like we were here first and so but any what i was trying to say is like what if we got like traditional celebrities on here and they could talk about things that like outside of the the range of like what's your next movie coming out could you talk about how it was filming you know to talk about things that they actually care about well and i think that's um i will say my cousin is a model who walks for new york fashion week please get me in contact i would love to talk about that <laughs> But yeah, maybe that'll happen someday. That's just my wishful thinking.